taking off in five, four, three, two. Yo, 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 it's your boy T.O. as you know. It's your boy Fake O'Ring, real name Addy Play. All games, all gimmicks. There we go. There we go. That was smooth. It's the motherfucking paid podcast, the one-stop shop for everything TV, medium from related. Along with any of the goddamn thing we're going to talk about coming to you live direct, a studio somewhere in time and space. Uh, that's what we should call it, time and space. Time and space. I like it, man. Yeah. Uh, maybe I might hit it's it like, like a It's like a bad George Clooney movie. <laughs> uh well i guess you're only saying that because of his last movie uh, the midnight sky yeah it has at least half of that uh in, in the name um uh so yeah man we're fucking back man back to our regular format here or at least semi-regular format uh what the fuck's going on man how you doing how you feeling busy man yeah i i, I, th- I think we're one of those fortunate people um at least me I've been more busy during this fucking pandemic than than Donald Trump was in, you know, four years in office. Well, That's how busy I am. Pretty much anybody <laughs> was more busy than Donald Trump in those four years. He spent a lot of time on the golf course, uh, is is what I can uh, is what I'm understanding. Putting in the work, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I'm having a unique week. Uh uh I'm having a week where um it started off a little rocky, you know, started off a little rocky, but, uh, but I think it's shaping up, man. I'm, uh, I'm going to be heading out of town here, uh, uh, just, just for a little bit of a getaway, uh, with me and my special lady. Um, I don't know. Why I you gotta that. explain, you gotta explain Rocky. Cause I've known you for several years now. When something goes bad for you, it really goes bad. So what does Rocky mean? <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I thought we were friends. It's true, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> when something goes wrong for you, it goes horribly wrong. Your life falls into disaster. You're the worst. That's what You're I like. Just losing by seven million votes. You know, that's how bad it goes. Uh no, man. Um, not bad. I, I think I think um I think what it is, man, is uh, I have a certain level of expectation or I'm beginning to develop a certain level of expectation for uh, for my professional life. And I think that if I don't meet those standards um, in terms of execution, not necessarily, you know, we can all go through the whole planning phase and, you know, have stuff in theory, but the execution is what we're looking for. And I think that I'm getting to that point where I'm now running out of places for excuses for why things, you know, don't work as well as they should, you know, just even take something like the podcast, for instance, right. Um, Just making sure everything's running smoothly, you know, working nicely. Now I have all the tools that I need to make everything work, you know, perfectly. Uh, And so when it doesn't, um, then I'm, you know, I have to then search internally uh, for (laughs) where the error is. Um, So I think that's more of what I'm talking about. It's nothing like, you know, bad as in like life is actually pretty dope right now. I'm not going to lie to you. (laughs) Uh, I'm I'm in a very good spot right now in in life in general. You know, I got my two nephews, my family's doing good. Uh, You know, honestly, and and I'm shit talking my professional life, but honestly, professional life is is heading in directions that I I, I need and want it to head into. Uh, So I have not much to complain about, which is why I'm complaining. You know, that's, that's, uh, uh, I'm a true American (laughs) in that fashion. Um, 
but uh, but yeah, dude, um, look, we've got a hot slate for you guys tonight. Uh, I don't know if that came out dirty or not, but uh, oh, well, it's already out there. Um, we've got a hot slate for you guys tonight. <laughs> we're going to talk about some things, man. Um, we're going to talk about uh, this movie, uh, Nomadland, uh, which apparently, uh, at least according to Sergio, is going to clean up uh, in uh, in our award season. I don't know. How, do you know how it did in the uh, the Golden Globes, uh, given the fact that uh, in the Golden Globes in which nobody watched? Um do you know? Do you happen? Let me let me just look for that real quick. Or you know what? Look, uh, well, look I I have no clue. Uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah. But this is definitely the type of movie that would clean up. I'm not saying with this endorsement of the movie cleaning up that it's good or it's bad or whatever. I'm just saying this is the type of movie that the Golden Globes seem to like. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's got a lot of white people in it, and it's about like somewhere in the Midwest. So I, 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 I like yeah. how you got what I was, what I was getting at. <laughs> I mean, you can just go ahead and say it here. I'm not, you know, I'm not a fucking clan. You know, it's it, so not gonna offend me. They, they didn't come out and straight up say it like they basically did with like Minari, but you know, yeah, we, you, we know what's up. <laughs> yeah, um, hold on, Golden. I, I know I'm. I, I don't need to do this, but I want to for my own benefit here uh oh shit yeah it won drama um it won uh director drama screenplay drama um, drama how much drama actress. was there in this movie uh honestly there was okay you know what we're, 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 gonna yeah, we'll, we'll we're gonna get into it shortly like we gotta introduce this yeah, movie yeah. Yeah. uh so uh we've got uh our conversation about nomadland uh, we're gonna jump into a couple of trailers without remorse mortal Kombat. uh i know it's a little late for mortal Kombat, but i still want to dive into it so we can get our thoughts out there about the uh the trailer uh i wish uh rain was here uh hey, shout out to shout out to uh uh, a rain, real names, no games, no gimmicks, or a fake name. What is that? I don't, I don't know what the fuck. The, the no, it's it's real name. real name. Rain. Real name, no gimmicks. Okay. Um, uh, wish he was here so that uh, so that we can go at it about this Mortal Kombat trailer because he seems to think that I was saying something that I wasn't saying about the trailer. Uh, so I had to uh, in our group text messages. I had to uh, I had to call him out. I, I didn't call him out. You know, I haven't seen a trailer, so it'll be a straight reaction mm, for me. Nice. Um, okay, and then we're going to talk about Tanishi Coates uh, uh, writing the next Superman movie, uh, AMC CEO, for some ungodly reason, getting uh, a giant whopping bonus, or for God knows what. Uh, and then Apple uh, having their uh, show production um, on App- uh, for Apple TV Plus um, for uh, Truth Be Told uh, shut down uh, in Los Angeles. Uh, so we're going to jump into all that shizn. But before we do, before we do that, okay, what we're fucking going to do, we are going to uh, jump into our very fame segment. It's not fame. Nobody talks about it. Uh, this week, next week, uh, we're going to jump into real quick. And look, uh, feel free, Addy, if you have something to add in here, I'm just going to shoot off what mine are. What I am looking forward to this week, of course, coming to America. I want to say coming to America too, but really it's coming the number two America. Why the fuck did they name it this way? I don't know. Um, but uh, <laughs> coming to America, dropping this week, Amazon Prime, March 5th. Holy shit. Been waiting decades for this shit. Uh, I haven't been waiting, waiting decades. I didn't think that there was ever going to be a number two. <laughs> uh, right. But I'm looking, I'm very much looking forward to it. I know it's probably going to be a piece of shit, but fuck it. I just, I want to see the return of some of these characters. Uh, I miss Zamunda. Uh, need to get back there. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. 
yeah no absolutely it's coming to america is is like it's it's a spotlight that's what you're waiting for like yeah. i'm i'm super excited man because like my, you know my woman my girl anna her sister rachel they haven't seen this they haven't seen I, i'm talking about the first one so we're gonna binge both of them at the same time we're gonna watch the first one and watch the second one I just want to see their reactions. I don't know if they'll get everything because I know you yeah. know Anna and Rachel, so they may not understand everything yeah. that's being implied in, in the first movie and probably what will be in the second movie. But shit, man, I'm excited. And also it's like 80s humor. So it's a little different than, right. than you know, right now humor. Um, oh, so- but uh, last week, for last week, I think um, season four trailer of uh handmaid's tale dropped i think it was oh, season four yeah 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 i you know, know that I was nice man that. you know what thanks for reminding me that's that's the next bro show man I, it I, is it is the mike pence future of america <laughs> straight up <laughs> well uh, I, under I know, his fucking eye <laughs> now i know what i'm in for it's very dark feet then in that case yeah well, not uh, as many flies as you know you'll find on mike pence's head yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know, I it looked good though, man. It looked real good. Be left alone with my uh, with my significant other in a room because who knows what could happen, right? <laughs> uh, if, if I were left alone with her, uh, or, or left alone with another woman without my significant other being there, rather. Uh, you as... mean you don't have a handmaid right now in your house helping you? No, guys? surprisingly, no. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're not quite there with the uh, with the Mike Pence uh, dystopia. Uh, okay, and then I'm also looking <laughs> forward to the season finale of WandaVision. Look, I am not. Uh, as big of a fan of the show as everybody else, but, uh, but I'm still looking forward to it. I, you know, I, I can say safely. I'm not, uh, I'm not one of those haters who's just like, no, I'm just going to be the opposition and say that I don't like it. Uh, I, I messed the show just not as much as everybody else. Everybody else is losing their fucking minds over WandaVision. I think it's okay. I think it's, Bro, right. I'm super excited okay. for the uh, season finale for it. But you fuckers can just stop talking about it already. <laughs> I haven't watched one episode. Well, why don't but you watch everything it then, that I watch? Fuck. No, because watch it. Be a it's, part of the it's group. What, Marvel? Nah, I don't watch Marvel. I don't, I don't watch, watch DC Marvel. either. Oh, I okay, okay. I look, this guy is trying to fucking stick his nose up at fucking Marvel, right? Daddy, I've never seen a human <laughs> Not being Marvel, watch. Just I, all comic book. I don't movies. care. I don't care. I've never seen a human being watch more YA content in my entire life. So Pipe this guy. down, <laughs> pipe this guy. down with your nosing <laughs> at uh, fucking watching comic book movies. Please S- spare me. No um, season two of WandaVision just ended with season one. That's it. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, uh, and then I'm looking forward to watching. Uh, everybody's making a big deal about it. Uh, uh, Raya, Araya or whatever it is it's called. Raya and the Last mm. Dragon, uh, this animated uh, film that's supposed to be dropping on Disney uh, uh, that comes out this this week, March 5th. Uh, and then another thing that caught my eye this week, uh, look, uh, uh, this whole cancel Henry Cavill thing, look, this, you, this is something that you can kind of look at in one of two ways. The first way you can look at it is it's absolutely stupid, right? The whole situation is that he used to date Agena Carano. That is the only way you can look at it. No, no, no. Uh, there's, there's another way you can look at it. Um, uh, the two ways is he, so he used to date Gina Carano and she's, she got fired from the Mandalorian because of people like to say one tweet but really i feel like it was a confluence of events that got her (laughs) ultimately fired honestly and she kind of brought it on herself she just kept pushing it and pushing it and then finally they were like all right you're a terrible actress anyway so you know peace out um uh but uh so he used to date her 
right? And then there's this thing that popped up online, and this is all the way back in, I think, 2013, if I'm not mistaken, that he used to date her. Um, and so there's this uh, hashtag that popped up online. It said, uh, cancel Henry Cavill. And one would assume because of uh, the fact that he used to date her. So one could say, that's fucking stupid. Uh, so should we go through back our, our Rolodex of, uh, uh, of main squeezes and see what their fucking political beliefs are now and then be like, hey, uh, we're going to cancel you because you used to date this asshole from back in 2013, you know? Um, preposterous. Absolutely preposterous, right? But I made sure I did some digging before I really went full throttle with it uh, because turns out, not really that big of a movement. Uh, I hate these articles. The second way in which you can look at this is a critique, critique not necessarily even of that exact situation, but of uh, uh, whether it's news out. And I, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm hesitating to say news outlets because I don't really think it's news outlets so much as like these weird publications online that you know uh, that they have these fucking weird ass names and you're not really even sure if they're actually real news outlets uh, or publications. They're just random. They might be like a 12 year old in a basement fucking <laughs> just posting random shit. Um, uh, they'll write shit like this and be like, Oh, everybody's coming after Henry Cavill, but really it's just four people tweeting <laughs> uh, about it. And I don't think that's a movement necessarily, uh, you know, calling for Henry Cavill to be canceled. And I think that that's what this one, when, uh, this, that's what this situation is, right? It's is that it's not really, nobody's actually fucking saying this. It's like three people may have said it and then nobody else is fucking talking about it. And yet Look, we get man. an article written that says, Oh my God, I can't believe people are trying to cancel Henry Cavill. And it's the way, looking on Twitter, it's more about people being outraged on Twitter at the fact that somebody would dare say something like this, whether or not it's an actual like movement or, or, or push to get Henry Cavill quote unquote canceled. Look, man, the, uh, the Russian hackers did not succeed in meddling enough in the last U S election. Now they're just trying to cancel Hollywood actors that they just don't like. There's some Russian guy in a bunker having some vodka right now watching a Henry Cavill movie and fucking hating it and coming up with this loosely, I mean, like calling it news is Why does, a why does it have to be a Russian dude? Why can't it just be like some oh, American because, dude? <laughs> it can't be. really hates Henry Cavill. Because it's all the Russians, man. All right. I, I it's always the Russians. Fair enough. Fair enough. Have you not watched any spy thriller or... Uh, Never. The last four years of American politics. I've literally never. It's watched the Russians. Movie. Not not one in my entire life. Um. Okay. Uh. And then the last thing I got going on this week, of course, as I mentioned at the top of the show, man, I got uh this this little mini little mini vacation. Uh, gonna uh gonna take, man. Uh, it's gonna be really dope. Just going away for a couple Where of days. Going? Uh, to honestly, I don't fucking know. Uh, I was not the person in charge of <laughs> of booking this uh this particular uh excursion. Um, but, uh, but we're going to a cruise little... in the Cancun. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, well, no, I, I do not abandon my state when they need me the most. I'm not. <laughs> um, uh, but no, um, uh, I think somewhere in New Jersey, I think, uh, God, God forbid. Um, oh, just stay. Don't, don't go. Just, just stay. Yeah, There's nothing yeah, there. <laughs> it's Jersey. No, no, no. But it's it's out the the space. Want to smell like be... fish? You can go down to Lexington Market. <laughs> you know, it'll smell just like New Jersey. <laughs> uh, America's armpit, uh, as they call it. Um, uh, no. Um, so we're going out in basically in the middle of nowhere is where we're where we're going. Um, and we're just going out there just to get out of the house, man. We've been in the house too long now. In in 
you know, quarantine era, uh, vacations take on a different meaning, uh, meaning that you, you know, you can't just go and then go all about, you know, and, and, you know, start gallivanting around. But, um, yeah. Uh, anyways, I'm looking forward to it, man. Uh, what I'm looking forward to next week though, is, uh, watching Tom Holland's, uh, cherry that comes out next week. Um, and that comes out on Apple TV plus, uh, directed of course by, uh, um, Joe and Anthony Russo. Um, of course, they're linking back up with Tom Holland from working with him, uh, you know, through from Civil War, uh, Infinity War, Endgame, uh, all that Marvel shit uh, that apparently Addy didn't watch. Um, so, so, so yeah, man. Uh, do you have anything for uh, for this week, next week? No, no. I mean, uh, apart from coming to America. And you know, last week's uh, release of uh, the uh, season four trailer of Handmaid's Tale. I mean, hmm. that's just got me now looking forward to what is it, April twenty eighth or something like that. Oh, is that is that like, when it comes out? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Sometime in in April is when it's supposed to come out. That's that's just gonna be good, man. Well, I, I, I mean, got... uh, like I've go ahead. No, you can go. I was saying, uh, I've been telling you about uh, the Apple TV show Servant. That's just been that's been fantastic, man, and it's uh, it's week to week. So you know, this week looking for uh, for the uh, episode in the next week. I'm telling you, man, get into it. It's creepy. It's good. It's on my Shyamalan. You know, pre the happening, it's good. Mm, uh, moving on. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> um, uh, Hater. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Uh, you're not the first person to call me that. Um, so. Uh, when did you get into Handmaid's Tale, uh, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, uh, it, it happened right when this country turned for the worst. And the show was right around the same time. And I'm like, you know what? This is just looking a little too much like what could be happening in the next three years. Thankfully, we didn't get there yet. Mm. But uh, yeah, I pretty much started watching uh, right at right as season one ended. Mm-hmm. I binge watched that season and then it was right into season two. So I've been eagerly waiting, man. It's the only reason why I'm still paying for Hulu because <laughs> I'm clearly not paying to watch No Man Land or No Man. No Mad, No Mad, No Mad Land. No, there you go. All right. At least get the name right, Eddie. Show at least some respect. Jesus Christ. Uh, well, on that fucking note, man, let's just jump right into the shit, man. Uh, let's jump into our first segment here. We're going to talk about um a, a movie that uh yeah um apparently you didn't uh care for necessarily uh well, I didn't say that well i mean one would say that your <laughs> <laughs> your incessant <laughs> comments about how it was lame as fuck uh you know um would lead one to believe uh that you didn't necessarily care for the movie uh that i'm talking about is uh nomadland uh so uh after losing everything in the great recession a woman embarks on a journey through the american west living uh as a van dwelling uh modern uh day nomad this is directed by chloe zhao zhao i believe i hope i'm pronouncing that right um and written by jessica brender um who I believe she wrote the uh, the book, and then Chloe uh, Zhao, and again, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Wrote the screenplay. Call it Chloe Z, man. Chloe Z. No, that's even more disrespectful. Uh, if I'm no. gonna fail, then then fail spectacularly, as they say. Uh, this stars, of course, uh, Francis McDermott, 
um, uh, Patricia Greer, Linda May, uh, Angela Ray, Rise, Rays. I don't know. Um, and uh, yeah, man, let's just jump into the shit, man. Um, you know, usually we do our whole press play thing, but really, we're just gonna kind of do a stream of conscious. How the fuck do we? What do we fucking think about this movie, man? Um, I'll let you go first. I mean, uh, let me let me start out with the good, mm-hmm. and it's not a long list. You know, uh, Francis McDermott, she did good. You know, uh, she she was obviously the star of the movie. She uh, portrayed that character real well. That was a good part. Apart from that, there was really nothing else. I mean, I I guess maybe it was a good representation of uh, what can happen when corporate America leaves uh, a town that has nothing but it. You know, in this story, you know, obviously, uh, Empire Nevada is where I forgot what the company was called. U.S. Gibson, okay. I think. Um, I think yeah, Empire Nevada, but it was the company U.S. Gibson oh, uh, sure. manufacturing plant. Uh, when they ended up leaving, everything basically shut down. Uh, there was nothing left uh, there for the uh, townspeople, and pretty much everybody left. The zip code was uh, taken off. Like you know, hey, it doesn't even exist anymore. Um, there wasn't really much to this movie man like i was trying to like when i started watching this i'm like man like this is gonna be nice this is one of those like indie flicks that i really enjoy like a low budget indie flick and it's gonna you know go into some deep shit and i'm gonna get the drama none of that happened i mean i had like i i understood the story the the grief the you know um you know leaving home just to end up being back at home trying to find yourself like i get it but man you spent five million dollars on this movie like this is it like there was nothing to it it wasn't a pretty movie like you know you're out in the midwest this is where like america's supposed to be beautiful like, show me some nice scenery, man. Give me some, like, landscapes to, like, really focus. Like, use a nice 4K camera. I don't know what they used here, but it just looked like shit. And some of the behind-the-scenes, yeah. you know, uh, photos that I saw, I could tell this was a low-budget movie done poorly. Jesus. The script wasn't great. <laughs> like, there, there was nothing. I don't know why it's cleaning up everywhere. Like, what was in the film circuit that this cleaned up? I, I, I don't know. Like, what was up against is, like, if Minari was up against this, Minari should have won everything. Well, did, compared did you to watch Minari? No Man Land. Yes, I did. It was oh. actually fantastic. Well, give me that login so I could fucking watch it. Jesus Christ. I've been hesitating because it costs like $20 to rent that movie. You can't be. It's $20, man. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. I don't know. We're cleaning look, up these does, days. Money does not grow on trees, Addy. Yeah, Jesus Christ. You're in, when you're in New Jersey doing nothing, watch Minari for $20. I'm going to I'm gonna zell you $20. <laughs> hey, please do. I got please you. Please do. I need it. All right. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Did I, I rudely cut you off with my... Uh, with that uh, said, this movie you can skip. Jesus. All right. Um, yeah, skip it. I'm not going to take that tact. Um what I can say about this movie, man, um, it was really interesting watching it. Uh, it actually brought back some, some memories, dude, um, of, uh, I've, you know, it's been a little rough at times, uh, in my, my own life. Uh, and there was a stretch of time, not a stretch of time, just a brief time where, uh, where I didn't necessarily have, uh, have a home. Um, and so this brought back, uh, you know, a lot of those sort of, uh, sort of memories. Um, and so, yeah, just like the, the whole idea of, 
finding a place to park and, you know, uh, wondering, hmm, am I going to be okay here, you know, for the, for the, uh, for the night, you know, or, you know, is somebody going to boom, 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 knock on the door, you know, all those type of things kind of, uh, kind of resonated with me. So I can definitely say that's, uh, that's, that's where I can sort of like identify with the movie. Where I can say that the movie gets a little fuzzy, though, is is that it, the idea of the movie, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong here, but the 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 idea of the movie is that uh, some people choose this life not because they're forced into it, but because they 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 just want it, you know, that they yeah. that, that this is what they they want, you know, and so maybe don't look at them necessarily with pity, um, but maybe more so with understanding, you know that uh that sometimes people are forced into this this life of being uh, you know basically like a a nomad somebody who just kind of um goes from like one thing to the other who um who doesn't really have like a central like home um instead of looking at them with pity um instead of uh looking at them like that but looking at them with uh understanding of just like okay you know if this is the life that you uh at least in part want then you know um all the more power to you, you know, um, because th- th- that's uh, that's what we get a lot with uh, Francis uh, McDermott's uh, character of Fern, um, how she just kind of is rolling through uh, and she just doesn't really want to chill in any one particular place. It's not that she doesn't even have the option. Right. She has two spots. Right. She has her sister spot. Right. That she could just go chill at, you know. Um, and then she has, uh, she hooked up with this dude, uh, damn, what was his name? Larry. Um, yeah. Was it Larry in the, uh, the thing? yeah, I think it was Larry. I, I, I'm skeptical. It was, I don't remember it being Larry, but all right. If you say so. Uh, it's a uh, fairly good white old man name. So I'm going with Larry. <laughs> yes. Thank you for the, uh, you know, uh, I'm sure you're the advisory on uh, good white guy names. Um, uh, okay, maybe it was David. <laughs> well, there you go. There you have it. Um, so uh, she could also go chill with David because David also offered. Uh, she's this, uh, David, of course, is the dude she met along the way. Um, and they kind of strike up, a, I don't know, kind of a pseudo relationship, but not really more of a friendship than a relationship. I, I would, one would assume. Um, but um, she friend zoned him pretty good. Yeah, but I, I think they kind of were both just chilling. Like, I don't think it was really like too much of I think he, like the vibe I got from him was that he just wanted to be like or he wasn't really pushing it for anything too much more than like friendship. It wasn't like he was just like, hey, oh, I've known you for like a year now. and We haven't we haven't bumped and grind once. Uh, that's got to change. Like, it wasn't like he was on that tip. He was just like, yo, like, I, you know, I fuck with you. you. You know, you seem like cool peeps, you know. Um, but anyways, uh, nah, he asked her, he asked her to stay. He yeah, asked he asked her to stay. stay at, uh, but again, I, and I think she had, he her said he room. liked you, you know, he talked about her to, uh, his family, the, yeah, yeah but you talk the, about uh, your friends to other people, don't you? I mean, I talk about you, but that's about it. All right. Well, and we do yeah, love you, man. Yeah, you know? yeah, okay. Let's, let's stop this family. before it gets weird. <laughs> 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 um, no, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, the sense that I got was that not it wasn't necessarily that he was trying to court her necessarily, but that he just really fucking enjoyed her friendship uh, is, is the sense. I yeah. got. Maybe I might that might be right. Maybe that might be wrong. Don't know. Um, but uh, but yeah, man, I, I think that that's kind of where this movie fell a little flat for me is is that. It, it, it's like after the first 
40 minutes of the movie, you get that point that basically she's not a person who um, who uh, wants the the uh, comfort or the um, the ease of having like a regular like not necessarily even a regular nine to five, but just like a normal life period of just living in the same place, doing the same thing. She was, you really get the sense that she was just never like that. And she is not going to be that way. And she just doesn't want it. But then we spend the rest of it. It's like a two hour movie, I think. And it like the rest of the time you really spend just rehashing that same point over and over and over. (laughs) And it's just like, at some point you're just like, all right. I mean, I get it, you know, and, and that's cool. You know, like, you know, uh, do her, you know, I hope she does whatever the fuck she wants to do. But it's kind of like, all right, what else you got for me? Like, you know, and, and I think that that, yeah. at least for me, that's where this movie felt at least a little bit flat. Uh, I, I, I love all of the nuance that they put into it. All those like little scenes that were just like, you know, very specific to this story and very specific to the situation at hand. But in the same light, it's kind of like a regurgitate, like if they threw something else into the story, and I'm not saying that they sh- like, I don't want to bastardize whatever the original story was, but I don't know. It just felt like it felt like it could have been there could have been more added into it after like the first like 40 minutes of the movie. There could have been some other wrinkle thrown in there that would have thrown things off a little bit. Um, but maybe that's what they were aiming for was this really sort of quiet movie that um, that kind of spoke to that message of, of you know, uh, of the people you know living this life. Um, but I just, I don't think we needed, uh, let me check on the specific time. An here. hour and 15 minutes. Uh, well, and yeah, uh, well, it, it was an hour and 47 altogether. And I would say that first 40 minutes, you basically get the entire movie in that 40 minutes outside of like minor storylines, like her and Dave, um, and her and her sister, uh, outside right. of those things, but those things don't really like add anything to. Uh-uh. They they just reinforce. They were just filler. Well, I, I wouldn't even say they're filler, but they just reinforce the baseline of the story, which I guess any good you know subplot would, right? Yeah. But it it doesn't really feel like it adds any new le- level of understanding, other than oh, she's just stubborn, or not stubborn, but she this is the life that she wants, and nobody's really yeah. going to move her out of that state. Um. I don't think we needed an yeah. hour and 47 minutes to tell that story, but that's just me. No, I fully, fully agree with that. And, and the, the biggest issue that I have with it, just like you had said, was you got the movie within the first 30, 35, 40 minutes, you know, from her first interaction with, you know, uh, the former friend that she had uh, at the sporting goods store to the gas station attendant to uh, Larry slash David, like you got the movie really quickly you understood it and then it just it took forever just to finish and and like you really lost me at that point because i'm waiting i am waiting for something (laughs) it it dude uh, a hilarious spot is uh like we got towards the end of the movie and i was like oh this is where it ends and then it ended. Yeah, nah. And then it was like, oh, this is where it ends. And then it didn't end. And then it did. Nah. It, it was like watching a fucking like Lord of the Rings. Cause I remember what, that feeling that I, oh, and have you, are you the weird one who hasn't watched Lord of the Rings yet? So I watched the first one and for the first hour and a half, nothing happens. 
You know? okay. I, I don't care the about last the last 30 minutes of the first Lord I, of the Rings is okay. I, I don't okay. care about your lame takes about uh, Lord of the Rings. Uh, the point <laughs> I'm trying to get at is is that uh, not and not necessarily with the first film, but with the the final film, the I think the Return of the King. Um, it's like you th- it could have ended in eight different places, but you're just like, oh, it ends here. And then it just doesn't. End. And you're like, wait, why? Just end. <laughs> uh, that's how I felt about this ending was that like it, it, it like so they, like they build this crescendo with the music and it's all great you're like oh man this is really cool and, and then it doesn't end you're like wait why <laughs> why do you keep doing yeah. this to me uh but uh but this but yeah. was a this was a book adaptation right it was i believe it was a, a book adaptation it's yeah. almost like they took the book and just stretched out every single scene in that book the way the author wrote it either it just well, took forever not even not even stretched it out but just literally wrote it basically as like a, a, a duplicate of yeah. the book uh, and and I like yeah. as a as a book nerd like there there's movies that I watch where I really wish that they would have included certain scenes from a book or maybe expanded on some of the thoughts that a main character will have that you can't necessarily really put into actual text. They just didn't. Did this movie just? I understand it. it. She's a nomad. Like she is on her own. But it seemed as if they took this book and they just ran with whatever the book had in it and didn't give it a little bit of the Hollywood touch. I don't know this to be fact. Obviously, I, I haven't really looked into it other than just literally watching a movie right before we started filming this. But it just, it was so drawn out. Yeah. And I just want to say, this movie made Tiny Homes on Wheels look terrible. I watch <laughs> HGTV. I've seen some dope ass, you know, school buses. This 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 sucked, man. Well, she got she no toilet in there. <laughs> well, my dude, uh, I, I where's your don't, compost bin? I don't. You I don't have think to have that, a compost bin. Like, come on. I, I don't think that they were going for the HGTV aesthetic. I, I really don't think that they were going for the 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 uh, was it the gla- uh, glam been. camper? Uh, the glamper is, is is maybe what they call it. Uh, uh I sure. I don't think that's what they were going for with this. Uh, I think they were going for something a little more Look, authentic. Man, I need uh, some shiplap on those walls. I need some bamboo trim. I don't like, give me some. Any of that means, but uh, I'll take your word that it's nice. Uh, but uh, another thing I, I kind of wanted to point out, man, uh, you, and you you mentioned it before, man. Francis McDermott. Holy shit! If if honestly, yeah. if if it wasn't for her, this movie would be simply unbearable. Uh, I, and I yeah. mean, no offense to Chloe. Uh, Zhao, but I think I, I don't think that's an indication of the movie. I think that's just an indication of just how fucking good she was in this movie. I think she yeah. was she was great because uh, the character that she plays, uh, Frances McDermott, uh, is just really just like kind of just like um, she's super fucking unapologetic about who she is, um, and she, she just never, straight up walks away at times. Yeah, she doesn't she even just, say anything. She doesn't They're like offering fuck, you help, man. and she just walks away. She doesn't care. <laughs> she's you. like, whatever, dude. Um, I'm just gonna do me. Um, but she she gives that uh, a level of, and she never really changes that throughout the entire movie. It's just that's just her, you know. Um, and it's not until yeah. you get to her sister's place where you kind of, um, where they reinforce that for good of just like, oh no, like this isn't. She's not putting on an act. It wasn't like just like a, an emotional. Mm-hmm. situation happened that caused her to be this way she's just literally always been this way um and uh and if it weren't for her husband then she probably wouldn't have settled down and and stayed in one place uh who uh, her husband passed away um but whatever uh sh- she did a fucking fantastic job man uh i think yeah. she did win a golden globe uh unless i'm mistaken um for this 
I'm not sure if it wasn't deserved, dude. I think I think it was very much fucking uh, deserved, man. She 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 kicked ass in this role. Uh, even if you're not a fan of the movie overall, you still got to give your props to her because she she worked her ass off. And uh, look, I, I tip my hat to anybody who can take a full on shit on screen uh, and uh, you know uh, and then proceed with the rest of yeah. their life. Because I could not yeah. do that. That's that would not I, be something that I would do. <laughs> yeah, I 100% agree. She did fantastic. She did not win a Golden Globe. She was nominated. Yeah. And Best Director was actually Chloe Z. She won Best Director, which like Chloe I would have flip flopped that. Like Francis McDermott deserved that win. No, I, I feel like you what you said at the beginning was just this is very much a Hollywood movie, right? Like uh, yeah. uh or or like the the type of award winning movie, right? Where it's really it's quiet. Um it's it's led by a powerful performance. Um, and it's something that can be interpreted, um, or it's, it's something that you can impress upon it kind of whatever you want to impress upon it. Right. Like they're, they're, they don't really tr- like, they're not trying, or at least it seemed like they weren't trying terribly hard to push a specific narrative other than yeah. maybe the overall overarching narrative of the film, which is, uh, you know, that some people just choose a certain life, you know? Um, like they, they had all these, uh, like the, when a group of people start talking, you know, about just like their different experiences and some of them were basically just like telling stories of like, yeah, I know people who like died, um, never having seen X or done Y, you know? Uh, and so th- that's a narrative that they clearly tried to, you know, uh, that, w- that was, that was plentiful throughout the entire movie, but I don't think that they had too many of those things where they were trying to like specifically say a certain thing. Uh, and I think that that's why a movie like this can clean up uh, within the festival circuits and, and awards because they they're you know they've got yep. the they've got the scenery they've got the the, the mooding um, but also it lets you impress upon it whatever you kind of want to impress upon it it, it, it it's not too specific in, in where it's trying to go um, you know uh, I guess much like nomads <laughs> hey, hey, hey. We, we, we run a podcast here ladies and gentlemen this is what we do okay we connect threads that other people can easily connect to i don't look uh, <laughs> final final thought on this let me let me yeah bring it home bring i home. thought this movie i didn't read the uh the plot you know i didn't read the tagline i didn't watch the trailer i just went straight into it just watching the movie i don't know about you but when they got to the desert with bob I thought he was going to start handing out the Kool-Aid. It sounded like the Kool-Aid was about to be flowing and this movie was going to be just an hour and 10 minutes after Holy Bob shit. got the Kool-Aid yeah, flowing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, once you saw that beard and then you're like, what he was saying, you were just like, oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh yeah. This is where it I've seen one or two documentaries that end terribly that start just like this. Are we in Waco? Is this Waco, Texas right now? Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Not to disrespect any of the lies lofts in Waco, Texas, but. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> um all right uh yeah uh that was nomadland uh let us know in the comments below what the fuck do you guys think of nomadland uh liked it hated it uh indifferent uh think it should win all awards no awards some awards this award that award everywhere award award apparently Uh, won all of them anyway yeah uh okay uh moving the fuck on um so uh so also this week, uh, we got uh, actually today uh, we just got a trailer uh, for uh, a Michael B. Jordan uh, film um, uh, on Amazon Prime. 
Uh, of course. Up. Oh, hold on. God damn it! I, you know, I didn't. I was trying to. Mm. Hold on. Hold on. Premature. Too quick. Too quick. Uh, what I should should have done was muted it. There we go. Um. Yeah. So. Uh. So yeah, we we got a film from um. Uh, a trailer from uh Amazon uh for Without Remorse uh which of course stars um Michael B Jordan uh but quick synopsis uh, John Clark a navy seal uh goes on a path to avenge his wife's murder only to find himself inside a larger conspiracy i'm that is the most original uh synopsis for a film i've literally ever heard uh directed by Stefano um uh Salima Solima, uh, and written by Taylor uh, Sheridan, uh, Will Staples, uh, and Taylor Sheridan as well. Uh, or I'm sorry, I just said Taylor Sheridan twice, uh, but uh. I meant to say it once. Uh, and of course, stars Michael B. Jordan, jo- uh, Jody Turner Smith, uh, who was uh, who was in um, oh man, what's the movie she was in? Uh, Slim and. <sighs> Fuck, what's that movie called? Oh, you're talking about uh David um whatever his name is. Uh, yeah, uh, she was she started the movie with uh, David Coolia. Um Yeah. Uh Slim and uh, It was a bit of a disappointing movie. Ah, uh, Queen and Slim. Oh, did you watch it? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh it's, I I and I was always pissed because uh, I don't think a rain ever watched it, but I really wanted to talk about it because I had major thoughts about the film. Yeah, uh, yeah. And the fact it was that it just was such not hype on it. Great, yeah. um, uh, or even something approaching great. Anyways, uh, but um, but yeah, uh, and uh, Jamie Bell as well as uh, Guy Pearce, and I think uh, unless I'm mistaken, um, Laura London, I believe, is uh, is is in the yeah. film uh, as well. I think she actually might be playing uh, uh, his his wife uh michael b jordan's wife uh this is due out april 30th on amazon uh prime uh so uh we are going to uh jump into the trailer let's do that oh you know what this is why you unmute there you go yeah Stop getting Senior Chief up. Kelly is the third member to be attacked. Three perps are dead. Also killed was his wife. They better hope he doesn't survive. Why is that? He is more dangerous and effective than any man we have in the field. God damn, the cheese on that line. Yeah. I mean, are we sure this is in John Wick? I feel like this could literally <laughs> be done. Ah, there's Lord. These were foreign attacks on US soil. We have to respond. I'm gonna make it right. There's something inside of me that I can't turn off. A part of me that won't stop for anything. No remorse. (laughs) 
Has it occurred to you that perhaps John Kelly has done something we can't? <laughs> Some situations warrant thinking outside the box. Whoa, sir. Uh, wait, wait, hold up, hold up. No, no, you can't do that. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, wait. You wait, just wait. put hold your on. hand straight up on hold that on. handle. Hold Open on. that up. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's let's look. Usually I don't like doing shit like this, but uh yeah, we're gonna have to do this. Some we're, gonna to, we're gonna have to do that again. I'm gonna have to run that back. I just need to understand what the fuck I'm looking at. So it sets the car right, on fire. So, okay. Right. All right. Okay. So he walks through the flames. Walks directly through. The flames, Give me a name. Yeah, yeah. And they're you, just chilling in the car. Give me a name. You see, when he opens that door, there were flames there. Yeah. He just gets like, straight up into it. Okay. So, so you know, you want to know the funniest part about that is uh, the guy that he uh, does that for does not look like the type of guy that needs also fire yeah, right? to be scared of what's going on. It seems like you could, you have a gun. I feel like that's good enough, right, in that case. He didn't look you've like, got a fun, you know, You've got kerosene, you've got a lighter, <laughs> like you've got everything. <laughs> no, no, all you needed was the gun with that dude. I feel like that dude, like you didn't even need to have the gun. You just need to show like in your like fucking hoodie, like I got a gun, you see? Um, uh, and he probably would have given you any information. He probably would have given his mom up, his his, his wife up, uh, uh, his kids. He probably would have given everybody up that you're seeking, right? Uh, but no, you had to set the car on fire and then walk through the fire. It, does he have like superpowers? Is that what is, or like, is he like some sort of lab experiment? Because um, I don't think that was explained. I, no, but I, I feel like they, they just kind of had to uh, throw Michael B. Jordan, wh who's a fantastic actor, and I love Michael B. Jordan. Had to make him the next um, John Krasinski and and uh, uh, what's that Jack Ryan? Yeah, like mm. that's literally what this trailer was. It was no, uh, yeah, well, Michael I B. Think Jordan. I think this is Tom Clancy. Yeah, uh, unless I'm mistaken, right? Like, I mean, uh, it like it it resembled every Jack Ryan. You yeah, know, I think that's uh, very episode. Personal, unless I'm mistaken. Yeah, yeah, and because yeah. it's the same studio, it's the same everything. So yeah, you know, I'm not surprised. Now look, it's Michael B. Jordan, so it'll be entertaining. You know, Guy Pierce a good actor. Jamie Bell's a good actor. Yeah, like I'll probably watch this in the background, and when you know shit starts happening, I'll pay attention. Yeah, but that was a cheesy fucking ass trailer, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, it. I love it when movies aren't afraid to be what they are, right? Like when, yeah. when you're just like, look, we're just gonna fucking plot. Who cares? Uh, nobody cares about the fucking plot. Just explosions, guns. People dying, Michael B. Look, we can fucking we can we can uh, we could sell this on the corner uh, <laughs> uh, with no fucking problem. Uh, <laughs> uh, and you know, um, look, it reminds me of like when Jean Claude Van Damme, you know, in the eighties was the yeah. man, and you just got every Jean Claude Van Damme movie. It, the yeah, plot dude, didn't have to make I, I sense. Grew, I grew up. I grew up on the Van Damme, the Stallones. Of course. Uh, uh, God you know, I, uh, when watching the trailer, I re, uh, the movie I kept thinking about was uh, not. Uh, it was a very specific Steven Seagal movie. It wasn't um, Mark for Death. It was. Um, uh, 
Now you know, I there's know, like a million of Steven Seagal movies that are like this. <laughs> uh, Steven Seagal movies. Hold up. I'm going to, I'm going to, you, you banter for a sec. I'm going to uh, look, look this uh, with Michael B. Jordan, man. Like you, you kind of have to appreciate, like I, I just saw one of his first like uh, things that he ended up doing as a, uh, as a cameo. It was in burn notice and like season two or season three of burn notice. And I'm like, Oh shit! Like, wait, what? he's been around How for a little bit. Burn, when, what was Burn Notice? Burn Notice was like like late two thousands, maybe like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Oh no, 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 no! Uh, come on, come on, come on, come on! Michael B. Uh, the Wire. Um. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but that's like that's my whole point. It's like he's been around. Oh, like yeah, I just yeah, haven't yeah. seen. Like I really started watching Michael B. after Fruitvale Station. And I'm like, oh man, like this is fucking like fantastic. Uh, hard, hard to kill. Uh, was oh yeah, movie hard that, to uh, kill. Which was it, hands down my favorite Steven Seagal movie. Uh, and it's, it's so sad that he's turned out to be just the worst. Uh, but uh, but hard to kill was my favorite uh Steven Seagal movie. What do you and mean he's uh, the worst? Huh? What do you mean he's the worst? Oh, he's the worst. Oh, come on, Steven Seagal is he's a creep. He creeps on on women. Uh, just all did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty much pretty much um what you would hope <laughs> like your childhood like <laughs> he, he was never a fucking idol of mine right but it's like it was steven seagal he's like i just seeing his dude fuck up random bad guys was like my idea you know, of like he, a saturday uh, night idolizes this guy uh i i don't know nor do i care i, I don't oh, know yeah. if, he, if he does or he doesn't i just know he's not the greatest of people right um but uh but literally as I, as we were watching the trailer like even with him like uh when michael b was in the bed like yelling oh my god they killed my wife uh hold on let me see if i could find the exact fucking scene that i'm talking about um but no, this is like 100 percent 90s 80s you know action flick 100 percent, dude uh and i'm i'm fucking here for it man um Hold on, let me. Let me well, so like I watched a whole Jack Ryan, uh, both seasons of Jack Ryan on uh, on Amazon because it was a cheesy action series. Like there was nothing great about Jack Ryan. Yeah. But it didn't want to be great. It just wanted to show you fake CIA intelligence. It, like, like we know that's not what CIA agents look like. They're, you know, short, fat, white guys behind the desk. They're not fucking John Krasinski all buff, but I watch it for the explosions, for the fighting, for the mm. cheesy lines. This is what I expect with this movie. Yeah. Um, so this is the exact scene. Uh, hold on. Let me see if I can pull it up here. So this is the exact scene that I'm talking about. Does this not <laughs> fucking look exactly like Steven Seagal in oh, yeah. Hard to Kill? This looks slim oh, yeah. like that. Um, where he's, oh my God, you've been shot <laughs> uh, in our house at night, you know, when you should have been safe. A little better lighting than a, you know, Steven Seagal movie, but no, it's, it's it was it. awful lighting in the Steven because it was all bright and shit. It was just like, that's really what I mean. This is like whole lot better lighting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of mood lighting. Like, I, in, in that lighting, it was kind of like, well, I mean, I guess, is she okay? Like, we we, did, we were unsure if she was going to be, because you're like, wait, <laughs> the lights are all on and shit. You're just like, oh, let's just clean this up and go back to bed. <laughs> with this, you're like, no, there's some dark, sinister shit happening. With that, you're just like, uh, maybe she's all right. I don't know. <laughs> she, she might get up. <laughs> um. So, uh, so Fucking yeah, dude, uh, that was uh, our re- uh, reaction to the uh, uh, "Without Remorse" trailer. I'm gonna check this movie out, dude. I'm 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 all here too. for the mindless, 
uh, fucking, um, you know, 80s-esque uh, uh, shoot 'em up action thriller type of uh, scenarios. Uh, and uh, bonus, uh, we've got Michael B. Jordan as well as a cast of other characters that uh, that all seem like they uh, they they're they're great. Um, so yeah, what a uh, fantastic segue! Mindless <laughs> action movies. Well, before we <laughs> sign off of that, uh, let us know in the comment section uh, what you guys think about the trailer uh, for Without Remorse. You're gonna check it out. Uh, I think it comes out. Uh, what did I say? Uh, April 16th, uh, I believe, was the release date. Uh, I'm sorry, April 30th is the release date for the uh, for the movie on Apple or uh, not Apple, uh, Amazon Prime. Uh, so yeah, let us know what you guys think. Uh, moving on to other mindless, uh, <laughs> action. Uh, look, dude, um, let's just cut to the chase here. Uh, did you watch the, uh, the first two Mortal Kombat's yeah. movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what did you, what, what did you think, uh, both as a kid and have you gone back to watch it recently? Definitely not recently as no. a, oh okay, yeah. I don't know. What's recent, man. I'm 31. Like. What's recent? Like ten years know. ago? No, 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 no. In like the last like three years, three, four years. No, definitely not. Like mm-hmm. it's probably been a good like 12, 13 years, but like I wasn't expecting a whole lot from the movies. It was mindless action. It was just like playing the video game. You know, maybe the video game storyline was a little bit more entertaining, but like I didn't, you know, I didn't hate the movies. They're all right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've I've gone back recently to uh real recently, like in the last I want to say in the last like month, I I went back and watched the movies. Not even because this uh uh this new one was coming out, but just because it was like randomly, um, it was randomly on TV one day, um, and I was just like, man, you know what? Fuck it, let's do it. Uh, and I was like doing some other shit at the time, but I was like, fuck it. I'm doing it. I'm watching it. Uh, the first one, not the worst thing in the world. It was bad, but not as bad as if you would have asked me before watching it, like how bad it was, I would have said it was way worse than what I actually, it was still a, just a, a categorically terrible movie. Right. But I don't think anybody's under the illusion that you're fucking winning any, uh, uh you know awards with fucking mortal combat uh and i don't think that's really even the fucking goal right like nobody's trying to do that look um, man it wasn't as bad as the most recent street fighter the most recent dragon ball c so like at least you what, got what, that what the fuck's the most recent yourself. street fighter to my knowledge there's only been chun li okay that, that doesn't it? count um, legend of chun li or whatever uh, that literally doesn't count uh nobody nobody's but that's my point in, uh, that's my point like of... the second mortal kombat movie was better than that no I, absolutely not i look i i honestly i, I watched maybe like uh, uh like half of that the chun li movie uh there is almost i can't tell you how bad that second mortal kombat movie is it is oh. horrific it is Bad. You can uh, at least sit through no, no, the no, second. No, 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 yes, no, no, you can. No, 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 you're not giving no, 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 credit. No, no, Addy, Addy, very literally. Look, I haven't seen it in years, Addy, but. Addy, 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 Addy. Uh, very literally, I could not sit through it. <laughs> like in a literal. And, and look, that's not even just me as an adult. Because, you know, when I went back and watched them, they were showing them back to back, I think, on TNT the other day. Um, but uh, But even as a kid, I was like. And I was just, I was into Power Rangers. I was into like every like cheesy, whatever the fucking thing was. I was into it as a kid. Even I as a kid was like, 
this is a bridge too far. I can't. <laughs> you watched you every single Steven Seagal movie ever made, <laughs> and you couldn't sit through the second fucking. I seen every John Claude Van Damme movie. I seen all Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. I seen all Stallone. You got movies. blood sport posters all blood over your room. You could blood. not sit through Everything. the second Mortal uh, Kombat. I, I simply could not. I sat through the fucking Quest from John Claude Van Damme. <laughs> I simply cannot sit through the second Mortal Kombat movie. It is a god awful movie. Um. But uh, all that being said, uh, we get a new Mortal Kombat movie. Uh, as with all things, uh, we get reboots uh, galore. And of course, this is a reboot of the Mortal Kombat franchise uh, in terms of their film franchise. Um, let me give you uh, the quick synopsis. Look, I don't even think you need the fucking synopsis. Look, a bunch of fucking people do some shit to start fighting. And it's because of some sort of tournament, whatever. You, it's fucking Mortal Kombat. If you don't know it, then oh well. Uh, uh, directed by uh, Simon uh, McQuaid. McQuaid. I don't know what the fuck his name is. Uh, written by Greg Russo um, and uh, Dave Callum, starring uh, Jessica uh, uh, McName um, in um, Hiroku. Hiroyuki. Whoa, Jesus Christ. Hiroyuki. Yeah. Uh, Sonata, uh, Josh Lawson, uh, and McCade Brooks. Uh, this uh, is due out. Uh, uh, April 16th of this year. I didn't know it was coming out that quick. That's uh, that's weird. I didn't think it was coming out that yeah. early. Uh, in any case, I've uh, I've blabbed on long enough. Uh, let's and just... butchered every name on I... the cast this list. This is what I do. <laughs> this is what I do. This is what I do, man. I butcher names. That's that's my specialty. That's you know, uh, uh, if this was X Men, that's my that would be my special uh, my mutant gift is fucking yeah. up the easiest of names. Um, all right, let's uh let's let's hop into this shiznit real quick. Uh Mortal Kombat. Uh the next generation. I, that that is not what this film's called, but uh let's jump jump into it nonetheless. First learned about this seven years ago on a mission in Brazil to capture a wanted fugitive. When we got there, it tore through our unit in seconds. Not a lot, that was pretty tough. That was dope. Ooh. It has superhuman oh, abilities. It had the same marking you do, Cole. It's a birthmark. What do you mean? He was born with it. It's not a birthmark, Cole. It means you've been chosen. Throughout history, different cultures all over the world reference a great tournament of champions. That dragon marking? I think it's an invitation to fight for something known. As Mortal Kombat. These are your champions. I'm Sonya. That's Kano. I'm Liu Kang. Oh, thanks, Jax. That CGI looked bad. Lord Raiden. The fate of Earth is in our hands. No matter how many of my people you put in the ground, we will not fail. Kill them.
fire dragon. Uh, the fire dragon is gonna melt that ice. Alright, that was cool. That was cool. He just like pull his intestines out and <laughs> swing him across the room. <laughs> First off, why did fucking Kaino wins? You fucking beauty. First of all, uh... build an Australia. Get an Australian guy in there. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. You, well, you well, yeah. I, I mean, did, did you did you ever play? Uh, you played Mortal Kombat, yeah? Yeah, of course. Um. I was a fucking kid in the 90s. Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, it was hard to, uh, especially if you owned a PlayStation, uh, it was hard to not. Uh, well, well, hold on. We, we, were, we were pretty poor. We didn't own a PlayStation, but we, we found ways of getting a PlayStation. Okay. <laughs> if you played PlayStation, Eddie, I stand corrected. <laughs> My apologies. Uh, I didn't mean to offend you, sir. Um, the 90s no. Germany was rough. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Um, so, uh yeah, dude. Um, first of all, what the fuck was up with Scorpion's uh, voice? There? Uh, <laughs> look, it's not hard to do this, right? You didn't even you didn't even have to do anything. Just fucking airlift it from the game. You don't even have to like like fucking come up with some new shit. Just airlift it from the. He's wearing a fucking mask the entire time. Get over here! Like that's not a hard. He's like get over. Like it sounded like he was suffering from like. Uh, dementia or something like where he was like unsure oh, of what he was saying. He's like, get over. He had the Rona. He had bad lungs, man. That's all it is. <laughs> the scorpion got COVID. <laughs> it took a while, you know. Universal like, healthcare. It takes a while. <laughs> He's like, fuck, guys. When are you going to come up with that vaccine? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the tournament was for, man. The last dose of the Pfizer vaccine, you know. <laughs> Holy shit, they're fighting over the last. They're like, they're like, did you get on the list? Or what, what number are you? What number are you, son of a bitch? We're fighting for your place, okay? Holy shit. That's how they're literally going to start doing it. We're all going to have to start fighting Mortal Kombat Eventually. To get on this fucking list. Holy shit, dude. Um, okay, your quick well, quick thoughts before we... Uh, before like, we it, it, that, looked, that looked all right. That did not look bad. It had everything I expected it to have. It had cheesy ass lines, cheesy ass CGI, a cheesy ass storyline that I don't really fully understand. I don't understand what the <laughs> tournament is for. Yeah, you know I never really about. did. Yeah. Why is the fate of the world in their hands? I don't know. What's happening outside of the world that they're in? Like, are we in a dystopian future where, like, you know, it's just fucking like hell on earth and like the good guys have to win this tournament to save everybody else. Like, I don't know what's going on, but this is Mortal Kombat. This yeah. is what I want to see. Yeah. Unanswered questions throughout. Yeah, I mean, it, it's all we're really going to get. Uh, you know, what's interesting, man, is um, uh, this guy, Cole Young. Um, so I don't, to my knowledge, he wasn't a character in Mortal Kombat. 
Am I am I remembering that that wrong? It's been a fucking minute. I have not kept up with any of the games. Literally outside of like the, maybe the first couple of Mortal, Mortal Kombat's, I literally haven't had pretty much no interest in <laughs> keeping up with Mortal Holy Kombat. Holy so, young, yeah, I don't yeah, know. I, I don't know. Uh, so w- that's actually one thing that I thought was actually pretty dope uh, is that there at least one would uh, maybe and maybe he's just ma- that name is just masking who his like true character is or some shit. I don't know. Um, but uh, but it's kind of dope how they're starting it off with. Uh, an either less known or not known at all character um, because I think that that brings a different perspective into it I think one of the reasons why uh, on the plethora of other reasons that the the first one was was very uh, suspect at best um, was that they really did try to make the idea of Mortal Kombat like the central story and that simply just was never going to work because just like you said, it's like, there's no plot here. Nobody gives a shit, right? It's a fucking fighting game that doesn't really have any story at all. You know, it's just people fucking fighting, you know? Um, And as you try to give it a story, it's best to try to ground that in a character that's not necessarily in that world. So that character can act as like a conduit for us, you know, yeah. to be able to understand that world, you know, and to, and to be able to identify with it a little more. But when you just start off with just the characters from the story, that's, that's a little harder to identify with, with the dude with fucking, you know, fire for right. hands or, you know, I, I think that was uh Luke Kane at the shoulder. Luke Kane was always my, uh, that was always my dude. I always fuck with Luke Kane. Um, who's your favorite character in, in Mortal Kombat? Oh, Luke Kane. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Why, why is, that? Is, is, it, is it like because uh, Lucane was pressed upon everybody like uh, Ry, uh, Ryu from Street Fighter? Uh, for me, I don't think it was that. It, I think it was just that was the first character that I just played with and won with and just fucked shit up with. And it just like stuck with me. To answer your question, though, uh, it is uh, this is from RepublicWorld.com. The upcoming Mortal Kombat uh, film will introduce a new character, Cole Young, to the mythology of Mortal Kombat. Cole Young is to be played by the uh, film uh, in the film by Asian actor Louis, Asian actor Louis Tan, and uh, serves as the lead actor to the film. He's supposed to be like a young MMA guy, which, to your point, like, that's good. Like, you're introducing a new character that is doing, I guess, technically like a new you know, kind of style of fighting, which, you know, the MMA is is more or less new. I mean, it is mixed martial arts, but like we understand the MMA today better than, you know, we would have, you know, understood maybe the MMA back in the 90s. Like, I like that part of it. You mean like uh, an endless tournament of uh, fucking uh, of enhanced individuals? You mean we might have understood MMA world? Yeah, yeah, man. And then when you when you get to the end of it, you get to face off with Nonsense. Dana White. Like, that's just how I, it goes. I understand <laughs> Mortal Kombat way more than I understand those <laughs> cauliflowered eared. I'm joking. Uh, please don't come in with my ass, any MMA guy. I'm scared to death of you psychopaths. Um, uh, but uh, but yeah, my uh, my favorite character was always Liu Kang, uh, followed closely by, of course, Raiden. Um, I never cared for literally anybody else except for maybe when you get to the Sub Zero and Scorpions. I like them. Mm-hmm. Um, they yeah. started to get a little weird when they started going into like a reptile and all. I was like, yeah, I'm not here for that shit. Um, the I never really fuck with uh, uh, Johnny Cage, which everybody's you know just shitting their pants because he's not in the film. Um, yeah. or at least theoretically, I guess he's not in the film. There's always a possibility that he could either show up at the end or maybe he's a different character that we didn't know was going to be, or maybe Cole Young is going to be eventually be 
Johnny Cage or something like that. I don't know. Um, never really cared for Sonya. Jax never okay. really cared for. Who the fuck was Sonya? No. No. Oh, yeah, man, I, I think it was... I think I, I, I never, fuck with Sonya and Sub Zero, man. That th- th- those were good characters. Yeah, I, I never could. I, I never felt like Sonya was like a good guy character or a good woman character. Like, and I don't mean that like uh, like good as in like. Uh, I meant like you know in the in the realm of good and bad characters. Uh, it always felt like she was like a bad character, even though I, I guess they were propping her up as a good character. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. I never really felt her in that light. And I guess when I was young, I was very impressionable you when it came to defining sexist fucker. Okay, fair enough. That's her too. That's her too. <laughs> uh, but anyways, that was our uh, reaction to um, Mortal Kombat. I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna check it out. Um, this this, this is gonna what, be. What fun. are we not gonna watch it? Of course. Yeah. You know, if you, if you if you watch the camp, you movie, you fucking didn't watch the second one apparently. Uh, no, no, I absolutely did watch the second one. Uh, no, no. Not oh, I'm sorry. When I said I couldn't sit through it, I meant that more recently I couldn't sit through it. Oh, I, I got. I, you. As a kid, I, I as a kid, I knew it was utter trash, but I had to finish it. I mean, I couldn't uh, not sit through it. I mean, it was it was mandatory. Uh, your your even, attention span was better as a young tunde at 12 years old. Yeah, probably. Uh, that's probably very true. Uh, my ADDs increased with age. I don't know if it's the food <laughs> I'm eating or if it's the, I don't know what it is, but, uh, but it seems to, uh, uh, get you uh, some avocado toast, man. It helps. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll see you in, in spin class too. Uh, um, all right. Uh, l- l- let's, <laughs> let's move on here, um, to, to our next story. Um, I'm actually really excited to talk about this, man. Um, look, everybody, uh, or there are some people online who are, who are losing their fucking minds right now at the possibility that, uh, we're not going to get, uh, the next Superman movie we're going to get is not going to be a white Superman. There's just a possibility at this point. We don't know for sure. Um, well, okay. Maybe that's not being generous, uh, gen- generous. Um, let me be generous. Some people are disappointed that Henry Cavill is not going to be playing, or it would appear that he is not going to be playing Superman anymore. Uh, that oh, no, uh, please don't. No. Okay. Did you? Okay. First off, did you watch any of the movies? Because uh, if you did, did, then okay. Which one did you watch? I I, I did. Uh, like when the very first Henry Cavill Superman movie came out, I watched it. Man of Steel. How'd you How'd you feel about yep. Man of Steel? It was all right, man. It it was okay. I I vividly remember I was dating a girl at the time who just absolutely fucking loved everything Superman, and I had to like it. But it was all right. Henry Cavill was okay. Like it, like it wasn't anything fantastic. It wasn't anything great. Honestly, I thought the CGI in it wasn't that good. But overall, it was all right. It was a Henry Cavill movie. I wasn't expecting a whole lot from it. I mean, you know, geez, I could sit that, through at it. At that point, we didn't really know who Henry Cavill was. Uh, did you know who he was at that point? Um, I mean, yeah, I, I guess maybe I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking more of like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Henry Cavill since like, <laughs> like from the jump, he was just like, fuck this dude. I fucking hate him. Um, no, but, uh, like I'm very opinionated, man. Yeah. Apparently, uh, on site, he was like, fuck that guy. He um, dated a girl once that I don't like. <laughs> You're like, I know he dated that girl. Fucking Gina. Cry. I fucking, I had a feeling. Fuck that guy. Um, I knew it back then. Piece of shit. <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, no, man. Uh, so anyways, why we're talking about it right now is because, uh, so, uh, uh, Tanisi Coates, uh, who, uh, he's, he's done so many fucking great things, man. Um, so, uh, 
he, he's a writer uh, and he, he's he's written a, a whole host of things. Uh, probably the most uh, the most um, notable of which is uh, the the case uh, for reparations reparations um, that uh, that he wrote back in I believe it was 2014 that he wrote that. Um, Bro, and... he single handedly put that in the forefront. Like after that, everybody was talking about it. That's what they say. You know how Trump always says, you know, some people are saying this. Uh, that's that's the, yeah. this. They're also some people are saying this, that this uh, this this put that conversation um, not just uh, on a fringe basis. Uh, or uh, it painted it not just as a fringe issue, but a, as a mainstream issue. Is it started yeah. to push it uh, as such. Uh, so that was very notable work. Uh, another notable work. Uh, now he's he's written a whole lot of things, right? Uh, I believe he wrote, wrote for the Atlantic for some time. And in fact, I'm, he might still be a writer for the Atlantic. But uh, but he um, he wrote a, a Black Panther uh, comic. Uh, series mm-hmm. uh, as well as a uh, Captain America uh, series for uh, for uh, Mar- Marvel Comics, um, and so um, and so yeah, man, this is fucking big news, man, because he is going to clearly put some different pepper on the Man of Steel, uh, regardless of who's playing the character. Damn. Now, I'm not look. If you're asking me, I actually loved Henry Cavill as uh, Superman. I, I thought he was great. Yeah. I thought the stories that he was given weren't that great. Uh, but I always, uh, I, I, I like him as an actor and as the person portraying um, Clark Kent. Look, I'm to the point where I don't give a shit, dude. I, everybody who's getting hurt out there, we've gotten a thousand and one different iterations of Superman and everything. Always white, always the same kind of looking dude. I mean, would you guys really fucking lose your minds if just this one fucking time? Now, here's why that's an uh, a weird fucking thing to talk about, right? Because now clearly Tanisi Coach, he he's going to come from a specific direction with this, that there's clearly going to be undertones and things like that that we're not used to seeing in a Superman movie, right? Um uh, I don't, I don't know exactly what, clearly I don't, I'm not, I don't fucking live in his mind. So I don't know exactly what direction he's going to come from, but one would have to assume that it's going to be different than what we've gotten historically. Um, with that being said, um, it's interesting how people are losing their minds on who might be betraying, um, uh, Superman, um, with this, in this tiny C Coates, uh, 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 written film. Um, for all those people, just please, uh, you know what? I better go to a, a one shot for this because I, I, I just want, I really want to, I want you guys to meet me here, right? Just, it's just you and me right now, guys. It's just me and you, right? Uh, it's like Will Smith, right? Just, just the two of us right now, right? Um, okay. I need for you as the person who I'm sure is rage watching this, like not in my lifetime, will there be a black Superman, right? Just bear with me here. I need you to help me understand how Superman being white is material to the Superman story. Cause that's what I'm very confused about. Cause I'm, I'm hearing a little bit of it now and I'm sure as this film close, you know, uh, starts to approach, uh, you know, more or as, 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 as we get closer to the film, we're going to be hearing a lot about this, right? About uh, why does Superman, why does everybody have to, you know, why, you know, can't culture cancel something about socialist and 
something about social justice <laughs> wars, all that. We're gonna we're gonna hear all that, right? But what I really need you to do, help me understand, put in the comments below, right? What is the thing in the Superman lore that says that Superman has to be white? Like, what is the thing? He's an alien. What the fuck is the thing that's making him that says no definitively? Look, we had this conversation um, uh, and I'll, I'll bring you Addy, back into it. There was this conversation about James Bond, right? That uh that uh, yeah, everybody was like up. losing their shit about James Bond, right? That Idris Alba was was potentially uh going to be portraying James Bond. Uh and or the next James Bond after um uh Daniel Craig. Um and everybody lost their mind. And you know what? I was I was thinking like okay, I would actually love to see Idris Alba, but yes, for the story might not make sense because of where uh where Bond is supposed to be from. I think he's supposed to be Scottish or some shit or, or something like that. And it was, it was like, it, it wasn't that There's I was trying to say like, Scotland. Right, right, right. True. But I, I wasn't trying to say that, Oh, there are no black people in Scotland. I would just be like, okay, given like the family lineage, he would more likely be white than black. I think we can all safely like agree upon that, that uh, if you're to predict who somebody from Scotland might be, probably look more white than, than black i feel like that's a safe thing to say but i'm not even i'm not even subscribing to that but i'm saying i can at least see that argument with this whole superman thing he's a fucking alien so why what is the other other than the fact that you find it precious that you've had a white superman for you know ever <laughs> um what is the other thing that's like, no, this is like literally for the story. This is why it makes sense that he's white. There is nothing else in the story that's making that be so <laughs> other than the fact. And, and then we, and so I feel like now we're getting to the central part of the story or, or the idea here, which is um, this really is about, and again, hold on, let me go back to the one shot. We're still, we're still here. We're still here. Now we're getting into the central idea of it or the, the central point of it, which is you feel like things are being stripped away from you. You, you feel like, you know, uh, all these Mexicans are coming here, taking your jobs. Uh, you know, all these black dudes are dating all your women. Uh, you know, um, uh, whatever fucking other thing that you, you've made up in your mind. Um, and you feel like your identity is being stripped away little by little, right? But what I also would like to point out is, is that you've had this figure, right? This, this, this uh, what do they call it? Messianic figure, this, this, this Christ-like figure in Superman, right? He can do literally everything, right? Shoot fucking lasers out of his eyes, fly everywhere faster than a speeding bullet, right? That's been a white character, right? But there's nothing about his story that says he has to be white, but he's this godlike uh, um, depiction. And now because somebody else who's of a different skin color might betray that person, you're like, no, but why can't the indestructible, unflappable person continue to be white? Yes, my point exactly. That is my point exactly. You're right. Because honestly, 
if if I had a there was, if there's a black superhero that just did fucking all this shit was basically Superman, and suddenly it was just like, oh no, we're gonna get a different color. But why? I enjoyed seeing that for all those years. But that's what the fucking rest of us feel, right? <laughs> why can't we? see ourselves in that same figure right and that's why it's a big deal it's not a big deal but it's also a big deal right because whether you think so or not representation does matter the only reason why you don't care about it is because you're always represented in everything always (laughs) sorry that is the end of my rant please let us know in the comment section below which i'm sure you guys fucking will or downvote this video which is uh either of those scenarios is going to happen hold on I want to say a couple of things here. Sure. Give me a fucking Spider-Man played by Donald Glover. Give me a James Bond played by Idris Elba. Make fucking Captain Marvel Kiki Palmer. Like, put some fucking... I don't even know what to say. Put some fucking spice into these characters. Like, do something. Because right now, another Henry Cavill... The Superman movie is just going to be boring. No, it's no, going to no. be boring look, as look, fuck. Look, 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 look. It will be. It will be. It will be boring like the fucking water that I'm drinking right now. It's going to be fucking boring. It's <laughs> oh, going to be Christ. chicken seasoned with salt and pepper only. There's not going to be any Cajun. Like, you give me to, some flavor. Give me something. Need to take any shots right now. Jesus look, Christ. man, right now, <laughs> some of these superhero characters, give me a Michael B. Jordan that's going to be Superman. Let him blow shit up with his eyes. Come on, like, give us something. Like you said, Superman is a fucking alien. What if he ended up being green? Could he be green? <laughs> you know, bring back the Hulk and, you know, uh, Eric Bana. Yeah. You know, let, let, like, switch they, it up a little they bit. They would go to a Not green fucking- they would go to. They a green would, uh, you know, they would. Any <laughs> <'Cause, laughs> <laughs> color but black. <laughs> Hollywood's gonna come out and say, "Hey guys, look, we compromised. We couldn't make him black. Clearly, we have to move on we from white." He's green. Here's we, Eric Bana. We don't need any of these Negroes getting any ideas out here. We don't need any of that shit. Okay. Make look, green. seriously, like, yeah. like, like, I've been waiting for Idris Elba to play Bond. It's never going to happen, clearly. But if that actually did, it would reinvigorate uh, my love with the Bond character because I'm a fucking Idris Elba fan. I love everything Idris Elba does. He is fucking, he is two things that I will never be. Cool and black. Like, <laughs> He is that guy, All right. you know, like I want to okay. be Idris Elba, but I can't be, <laughs> you know, like I said, give me Donald Glover like as, as Spider-Man. Race, race might Come be on. the least of all those issues there. I feel like the, of, of the course, order, <laughs> there, might be, there might be some other things. Other reasons why all right. All right. So three used. things, you know, cool, black and British. Like the, these are the things that I can't know the, the, the list is the list is exponential. Let's <laughs> that, that list is never ending. OK, um, uh, but switch but no. it up, man. Add some space. Spice, fuck but no, the salt he, he, and pepper, here's where put I might, some Cajun seasoning on your chicken. Here's here, here's where I might disagree with you. I don't think it's enough to just say, oh, okay, like let's just make the color uh, the character black, and then boom, we've we've done our job. I don't think that's which is That'd why be I the right with actor you. and the right script. Absolutely, which is why I disagree with you about Henry Cavill. I actually think Henry Cavill was, uh, if given the proper material, just like I have a feel about uh, uh, Brie Larson. Right, everybody fucking hates Brie Larson as, or a lot of people hate. Uh, Brie Larson as Captain Marvel um, but I keep saying give her the correct script uh, give her the right direction and she she can knock that role out of the fucking park from somebody who especially if it's directed by somebody who knows how to mine 
that out of the character or out of the uh out of the um uh, out of the actor um okay fair enough uh but but that's what i'm saying along with henry cavill is that i don't think henry cavill's he's not a bad superman or he doesn't play a bad uh uh, uh clark kent what i think was we're just it was Zack snyder that happened right that uh look i, I really wanted to love man of steel like i really i was sitting in the theater and i literally remember sitting in the, in the theater as the movie was ending and was like I mean, I hope they have another movie on top of that because that wasn't like that was an okay like primer for the real movie that you're going to give me. And I wasn't trying to be like mean or I I just I wanted more. I was like, okay, maybe if they come out with another Man of Steel 2 and then when they announced Batman versus Superman, which I actually just went back and watched like this past weekend. Weirdly enough, it actually isn't as bad as I thought it was. I thought it was the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. But going back, it's <laughs> actually, there's actually very specific reasons why it's bad, but that, another conversation altogether. Um, but, uh, but because of the uh, futility um, uh, uh, of uh, uh, Batman versus Superman and then Justice League, um, we, never, we never really get to enjoy Henry Cavill in that character. Like it's just Zack Snyder did such a shitty job with look, I, and I hate to say it, but I'm going to throw all three movies in there. Man of Steel, it was an okay yeah. movie. wasn't a wasn't a good movie. It was an okay movie. Batman vs Superman was a bad movie. Justice League, terrible. And obviously, he's coming out with the you know the, the Snyder cut, but they just weren't good films. So I don't think we got uh, to see Henry Cavill shine really. Um, but uh, I'm what in in. If I'm really to be honest, what I really actually do hope is that I think I I hope he gets done justice by being given a script that is a nuanced script and a nuanced take on. I w- I wish somebody would write, and perhaps we're definitely going to you know potentially get it with Tanisi Coates writing this next Superman movie. But I I want a nuanced Superman film, and then I want to be able to judge Henry Cavill based off of that versus anything that Zack Snyder's put out. But let me ask you though. A Coates written Superman film, mm-hmm. knowing how he writes, the mm-hmm. work that he has done in the past, mm-hmm. casting Henry Cavill in it versus somebody, say, like a Michael B. Jordan that has been rumored. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think if Coates writes the script, Henry Cavill is just going to jump off the page. I think his specific no. type of writing would be way more. No, but wh- but why, um, would, why would it? So, weirdly enough, I actually. Uh, when it comes to Henry Cavill and Michael B. Jordan, I'm not gonna. I'm you know this might be a super unpopular opinion here, but I, I don't know if they're that far apart in terms of what they bring to the table. I would say no, clearly, no, no. Specifically for this project, though, if Coates wait, is are writing you saying it, because are you saying because Henry uh, because Michael B. Jordan is black? I'm saying it because of uh, the writings that Coates has come out with. No, but you know, but, but look, but look, I, I feel like. Are, are you is... then hamstringing the whole movie because it's not, you know, no. Henry Cavill's strong suit? That, that's just my opinion of Henry Cavill. No, no, so no. So no. you add Coates's writing to it, I don't think he would exceed in that role. No, but but that's just it. I I feel like um you, you're right that it has to be the right script for Henry Cavill, right? But what I'm saying is we haven't gotten a chance to see him really flex his not, you know, physical muscles, but, you know, acting muscles uh, when it comes to uh, portraying Superman. But I, you see hints of it um, uh, through peppered through Man of Steel, peppered through uh, Batman vs Superman. You see hints of it, but 
it's so, like they're so ham like uh they're, they're so uh poorly done in terms of the storytelling that that gets in a way that mask whatever's there as far as like a performance goes right you have some actors who are able to just override whatever the plot is and just be so fucking great henry cavill i'm not saying is, is one of those people but what i am saying he hasn't gotten his the he, he hasn't ha- been given the opportunity to 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 bring his be- best foot forward as superman um Hey, look, Tynese, you know what? Hold on, hold on, hold on. One sec. Uh, Tynese Coates, though, uh, what, I'm, what I'm saying about him is I feel like we'd be doing it a, a super fucking disservice if we didn't, if we just said, oh, he's a black writer who's done a lot of great things for the black community in terms of his writing, but we'd be doing him a tremendous disservice if we just limited him to, oh, but you're only able sure. or you're only allowed to tell this story from the black experience angle. Like, he should be given the room to just be a great writer period i have no idea what story he's going to come up with and you're right maybe for something that he's writing maybe henry cavill isn't the best person to bring that to to life um maybe it's somebody actually more like brandon roth right who's a more sensitive uh um uh man of steel than uh than henry cavill maybe it's michael b maybe it's maybe it's idris you know i don't know um uh, my big thing though tune with this is you know how Hollywood is and how quickly that they can lose interest in an actor and a writer and a producer and a director. You know, if they hamstring Coates with a Henry Cavill, who, in my opinion, just I haven't seen him take a character and just just explode off the screen yet. You know, I just haven't seen that yet. I didn't even notice him. Uh, this is a terrible movie to compare it to. I didn't even notice him in Enola Holmes. I was like, oh, okay, that guy, Superman. Yeah, that's him. Like, I'm, I'm just afraid that if Coates is hamstrung by who is going to be cast as the lead for Superman, if it's not the right casting, it's going to be not as good of a representation of what Coates can do as a writer and thus potentially just lose the opportunity to just really expand on his ability to write for Hollywood. Because you know how quickly to turn around the drop off is for Hollywood. Uh yeah, but I, I also think that um for one, Coates is I think high profile enough where I'm not sure if any one movie is going to make or break his career. I think he's I think he's 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 got his niche sort of carved out already and I don't think anybody's really gonna move him off that off that off that's uh off that axis uh but then on, on top of that i, th- I think you're, you're right in a way right that hit the, the movie can be sort of um uh it can be derailed by the wrong person playing the role right uh but then also too i i would give credit again to the writer to say that it's that strong of a story that it doesn't necessarily need for like and and look what like what tremendously gifted actor are we going to get in a Superman movie, right? We're not going to fucking get, uh, fucking, um, what's his name that they always give all awards to always, uh, who's the guy who played Lincoln, uh, Daniel day Lewis. Um, yeah, <laughs> we're not going to fucking get a Daniel day Lewis to play Superman. Right. So like, let's, let's curve our expectations here of who might be playing, um, playing, playing the role. But then on top of that, what I, what I am saying though, is, is that, the, the the main point, the central point of what I'm trying to say is, is that whatever story that that Coates ends up uh, writing, I, I think it's going to be a good enough story where 
it almost it, I'm not going to say it doesn't matter who portrays him, but I, I feel like that's going to matter less with a Zack Snyder led movie. Uh, it matters who, who's playing them because right. we're we're kind of there more for that person than we are there for the story because we know the story is probably not going to yeah. make any sense or just going to be like it does it's irrelevant the story's irrelevant all you want to see is him yeah. flying around looking dope doing some dope superman shit that's that's and we should have really mentioned it's it's through jj abrams bad i'm robot. sorry yes uh jj abrams uh but uh i to my knowledge he's not directing necessarily it's just a bad robot uh which is jj abrams yeah, the production studio. company is yep. uh is, is producing the film um along with uh warner brothers uh uh, so you know whoever they select as a director, they're going to, they're going to have to have a uh, uh, a a a clearly a, a, a um, give me a, a, a Anton uh, Fuqua man if uh, <laughs> have uh, some shit blow up. Yeah, I I don't know, man. You, you could you could just you can go and so and and it's been my deep desire to actually just write a really fucking dope because I've been I've always thought about it. I and this is going to be a tangent and maybe we might cut another story in order to make room for this. But <laughs> uh, super quick thing, um, and this, this could be the last thing for this segment. But um, I, I remember talking to a uh, shout out to JP, uh, a really good friend of mine. Um, but I remember we were talking years ago about he was asking like, okay, like who's your favorite? uh comic book character uh and i uh and i said uh he or he said spider-man for him and i said superman for me now saying that i don't know if he was really necessarily my favorite comic book character i think maybe just the one i was most familiar with because jay and and um you know uh and, and kareem shout out to kareem they fucking you know they 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 love uh they love the comic books uh i'm not necessarily a you know a huge comic book person i dabble a little bit when i was a kid but not 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 too 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 much right um but the reason he always gave was that superman was just a boring character right that it was always just like he could do anything uh there's really not much to his story outside of just him just you know, uh, stopping the bad guy at the end of the day, there's, it's just like, there's just no interesting stories there. And in fact, uh, the one, um, interesting story that Jay pointed out was I think, uh, red sun, which I think it, it turned out that it was like, well, what if, um, Superman, uh, landed in the Soviet union then, uh, <laughs> uh rather than landing yeah. in, uh, you know, a town in, in Kansas. And he was like, that was like the most like interesting story. Cause it was just, it was just different, you know, than, than, than some of the other stories. Um, and I think that's the name of the, 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 the comic. I, f- I forget exactly what it was called, but, um, and since then I've always meditated on that. And as I watch every Superman story since that, the, that conversation, and now it happened, you know, again, like six years ago, six, seven years ago that that conversation happened. I, I, every time I watch the Superman thing, I'm like, you know what? this is kind of boring and fucking regular. Like this is kind of a boring story. You know, this dude fucking lands in, you know, the ship lands in Kansas, the Kents find him. He's fucking a boy scout, you know, you know, all times after that, there's really not much more to the story. than that. Um, and we didn't really get anything different in the Snyder, you know, iteration of, of uh, Superman. So I've always thought, wouldn't it be fucking great if you just wrote a really fucking great Superman movie that was really nuanced and really grounded in not necessarily reality in terms of you got to make everything make sense. Not that, but just like the human emotional aspect of it. Wouldn't it be fucking great to get a Superman story that was nuanced? Uh, and, and as I was watching Batman versus Superman, 
they like listed all of these things would have been like all these things would have been great things to explore like uh, the idea of like well should superman be superman like like you know uh does he owe it to us to be who he is and to run around saving people doing all this other shit um that's an interesting thing to uh to explore they never explore that um uh uh the idea of um um, of, of just how he feels as an alien, you know, on, on earth are all things like all these things that I'm listening. They're, they're things that they talked about, but never actually fucking explore, like in terms of yeah. actually taking like making because any one of those things could be the central idea for the story and being the thing that you expand upon and really do a deep dive on. But it's just, hey, let's just mention it because it's a dope thing to mention. And then let's move the fuck on. You know, that, that's the basic thing that they that they went after with uh, both with Man of Steel and with um, uh, um, Batman versus Superman. Anyways, this conversation has gone on very long. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we got to move the fuck on here. Uh, we might cut a story, but uh, but maybe let's try to get to one or two of these other ones. Uh, that's our thoughts about Tiny Z Coates writing uh, uh, the, the, the next Superman film. Um, let us know in the comments section below, uh, as I'm sure you guys probably will, uh, how you all feel about this. Uh, you know, are you looking forward to it? Not looking forward to it. Think that, you know, uh, we're, uh, you know, white people are now being culturally appropriated because, uh, you know, we might potentially get a black Superman. Uh, let me know in the comment section below. All right. Moving on to our, uh, our, our next story here. Um, look, dude, uh, there's there's scumbag and then there's ultra scumbag right like there's there's uh there's um there's a you know a, a grandma is you know needing help with groceries and crossing the street or some shit and you just like walk by and don't do anything either grandma or grandpa uh and you just don't do shit right that's scumbag i i, I feel like that's i'm comfortable with naming that as a scumbag move right yeah then there's ultra scumbag, right? Uh, so this next story here is uh, an ultra scumbag situation, right? So, dude, uh, we've been in quarantine for I don't know how long. How the fuck long has quarantine been? What? Um, almost uh, over a year. A year. Yeah, oh, yeah. or it's, it's actually over a year now, right? Because I think it was yeah. at the end of February that uh, last year that yep. that we first uh, entered into this uh, this fucking hellscape, um, and. Uh, yeah. Um, so it turns out that w- if you're a business person, right, you win either way. <laughs> quarantine, not quarantine, pandemic, no pandemic. It doesn't fucking matter. You still get millions of dollars. Hooray. <laughs> uh, that's what the fuck we get with this story, man. Uh, AMC CEO uh, gets um, $3.7 million fucking dollar bonus. Holy shit, bro. Uh, I I can't even I can't even articulate how fucking how tone deaf that is how mm-hmm. not even fucking tone deaf what am I even saying fuck tone deaf what I, I I genuinely can't come up with the fucking words as to how terrible this shit actually fucking is dude um and I'm I'm gonna rewind the b roll here back so we can see this motherfucker um look uh. look I get it right. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. In your contract, when you when you sign a contract with uh with a uh, with somebody, right? Um, you might have bonuses in that contract, right? 
uh, that say, hey, if I hit these X goals, then I, you know, get whatever bonus, right? Uh, it's, it's you know, that way for uh, a lot of contracts, you know, that uh, they have incentive goals, right? That if you hit these certain things, then boom, you get these this bump, right? I get that, right? But it's, it's weird how we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic and um, everybody's strapped for cash. AMC is probably the the crown jewel of depictions of how crazy and how uh how um how bad it's fucking gotten with the pandemic. They shut down AMC theaters. Uh I think they they collectively shut down all the uh, AMC theaters at one point, right? Which means all the employees had to be furloughed, meaning that they did not get paid for such time uh that uh that that they did not work. Um and yet somehow they found a way to give AMC's CEO a $3.75 million bonus. Now, this is the same AMC that has been on the brink of bankruptcy for literally the last year, right? Because they dumped all their money into sprucing up all the theaters and then wham, the fucking uh pandemic hits and they have no money uh and they have to shut down all of their fucking theaters right um how the fuck does that happen like i i, I need some help i mean I, I need i need an assist at it you know in, in basketball you know uh you might have somebody who's the assist leader i need you to give me a hot bounce pass right now help me figure what the fuck is going on here because i Look, can't man, make heads or tails of it how nice it is to be a wealthy white man in america you know during a fucking global pandemic you know who needs to get a shout out in all of this all right bonuses are generally performance based you make the company more money you bring in more investors you get more money shout out to the fucking agent to the lawyer whoever it was if it might have been the ceo himself who negotiated a global pandemic bonus relief clause in his fucking contract that would say hey if our company goes to the brink of extinction because of a fucking global pandemic and you just negotiate two or three deals so that way we can recoup you know pennies on the dollar we'll still give you millions of dollars Shout out to you. That guy gets the assist. You know, that's that's just being a white man in America. I'm not part of that group, unfortunately, because I don't have millions coming in. You know, I'm getting chump change from being, you know, on this appearance of the faith podcast. So, you know, I have half the equation. I just, you know, that 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 meme that says, you know, don't be mad because you haven't figured out, you know, how to use your privilege to your benefit to make millions like that's me. I haven't figured it out yet, clearly. But this is just ridiculous. Like they fucking spent between 20 and 25 million dollars in the fourth quarter last year just on severance pay. And this motherfucker gets three point something million dollars as a bonus for what you negotiated contracts to get pennies on the dollar to have, you know, the HBO Maxes and, you know, whatever streaming services stream your shit 17 days after it hits theaters that had to shut down that nobody is going to. What the fuck did you do? I worked in collections once. I saved, you know, money for a big major bank every now and then. 
I didn't get a fucking $3 million bonus. You didn't do shit. But hey, you're a white man in America. It's a good time to be a white man in America well, when you're wealthy. So so like that's just it. I don't I don't think this has anything to do with um there there's almost nothing that he could have done to earn uh a $2.75 million dollar bonus. Um and look, and and the, and the reason why I feel like this is like extra kind of um uh, kind of like I want to say malicious in a way, right? Like because it, it it wasn't even a part of his. If I'm to understand correctly, and I, and I'm going to read from an art uh, from a piece of, uh, of an article from uh, Deadline here. Um, this was according to Deadline again. Um, supplemental special incentive cash bonuses. What does that mean? Well, what that means is that this wasn't really even fucking like in his actual contract. This was just something that they were like, we got this money line here. We need to do something with it. Fuck it. Let's just give it to you. <laughs> Holy shit. Hey, happy early Christmas. Or maybe this was actually during Christmas. I don't fucking know. Um, um, but I, I feel like that's what to me, like if it was in his contract that, okay, I need to get these, if I hit these X numbers or whatever, then I get this bonus. Now, on, on top of that, even if that were the fucking case, like, bruh, uh, read the fucking room, right? We're in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, your fucking AMC theaters, you're basically on the brink of bankruptcy like every other week, right? Um, you've had to furlough employees. Um, a lot of your theaters aren't open um, uh, uh, currently. Uh, and in fact, they're just now getting to the point where they're reopening, right? Um, we don't know. We've got enough money maybe to last us through the end of uh, winter, I think is now the projecting. I don't even know what the fuck that means. Um, why don't we put a hold to any bonuses for right now? Like, like, let's just, let's just not do it right right now. Maybe you can still get it later. Right. Maybe if we bounce back and we're all doing good, we'll, we'll circle back and we're like that fucking hot bonus that you were going to get. Boom. There it is. Right. But clarify, huh? To clarify, it's bonuses to the CEOs, the top paid people. Now, give bonuses to the workers that are still around. You know, maybe some extra severance pay for, you know, some of the ones who left. But bonuses, no, but yeah, for like CEOs. No, 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 no. So that's exactly what I'm fucking saying. Look, look, okay. Or let me put it to you another way. His base salary was uh, um, uh, $1.25 million, right? On top of that, um, he gets $6.48 million in stock awards and $1.92 million in non-equity incentive plan uh, compensation, right? So he ain't hurting for money, right? Like, is the, is the, is the moral to that story, right? Yeah. He's not like, uh, I can't buy a fucking, uh, the, 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 the next Ferrari. God damn it. I got not the one with the leather seats. I can't get that one. I got to wait. Fuck that. Damn it. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Those are his worries. Right. Okay. Or, or look, if you want to fucking cry me fucking crocodile tears, then okay, fine. Look, your life is different than everybody else's. Nobody knows your, uh, okay, fine. Whatever. All I'm fucking saying is you're not having to fucking worry about having fucking food on the table. Right. Cause that's the concern of your employees. Right. I don't know how I'm going to feed my children. That's their worries. Right. Your worries. 
whatever they might fucking be. I can guarantee you, you're not worried about that shit. Not when you have uh, uh, $1.25 million in base salaries, right? Before we get to stocks and fucking non-equity incentive plan compensation and shit, before we enter into any of those, which still uh, 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 fucking quadruples and whatever the fuck it is, your, your, your net worth, you're still a millionaire at the end of that, right? Yeah. So why the fuck do you need a $3.75 million bonus on top of that? Like, in what fucking universe? That's insane. And on top of it just literally being insane, that is such, such, I can't, I can't explain to you how bad of a fucking PR hit that is. I can't, no, like, th- there aren't fucking words. If I was an employee for fucking uh, AMC right now, honestly, like, for, like we're, we're pointing out AMC here. I am sure AMC is not the only fucking corporation who's been struggling and handling out bonuses at the same time. I, I'm positive that that's the case, right? But if I was an employee for AMC, I don't know, dog. <laughs> I don't know, man. Holy shit. Look, man, th- this is this is the... You and I, we we talk politics quite often, and we you know sometimes really really get into it. This is no different than you know right now us having this 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 fucking opportunity. Whatever you consider yourself, like you know, I'm a progressive Democrat. Like I'm looking at our fucking White House right now, and I'm seeing you know Joe Biden and the Kamala Harris's and you know the uh, the leaders of the Democratic Party having this opportunity to be fucking heroes and say, hey, yes, we are going to go ahead and bump up the federal minimum wage to $15 an hour. We're going to get rid of $50,000 in you know, federal student loan debt. This is the same exact thing. This motherfucker and this company had the opportunity to be fucking heroes, to have a fucking beautiful you know, press release about this. You know, Hey, we had $3.12 million sitting there. We felt that we need to give this, a portion of this, whatever it might be, to our current employees, to our former employees. You know, that would be something where if, if I'm looking at this, like I'm, I'm getting ready to get myself a Costco fucking membership just because I know fucking Costco is raising their own minimum wage. They've already been at 15. They're, already, they're going to 16 and 17. They're paying people overtime, full-time wages, benefits. I'm just going to go ahead and fucking get a Costco membership. I would get a fucking AMC membership if I knew that they were taking care of their employees. You had a fucking chance to be the fucking hero and you just chose to be the ultra dick. Yeah. The biggest fucking dick you could be. Like, yeah. even if you're o- stockholders, whoever it is, ultra like, scumbag. ultra scumbag. Yeah, like, whoever the stockholders are, and they're like, hey, man, you, you deserve this. Take yeah. it. Don't worry about the little guys. You as a person, as a fucking human being, should recognize you don't need that fucking money. Yeah. It, no, you're it's, okay. It's, you're going to be fine. It's a, clear, it's a clear failure on both sides. It's a clear uh, failure on the fucking company for mm-hmm. even offering that up. And then it's also a failure. If he actually took it, I don't, I, I don't. It nah, he like fucking he took, took it, from, man. Yeah. That, that, uh, that direct deposit cleared his bank <laughs> so fast in the fucking Cayman shout, Islands. Shout out to Ray. <laughs> um, nah, but uh, he, uh, look, and for the people who are, who are out there saying, oh, you fucking idiots, man. He's just like a CEO. He deserves all that. Well, like, okay. Even if you're, even if, if even if that's like your thing, right. That he deserved the, the, the bonus, right how explain to me like how math works again right 
if you're a company on the brink of bankruptcy, like basically every other fucking week and you secure funding, why is it that the first fucking or one of the first things that you do with that funding is turn around and give a fucking bonus to the person who doesn't need a fucking bonus right now? I don't. What? What? If, If you're bleeding money, if you're bleeding money, if you're about to fucking file for bankruptcy every other fucking week, it seemed like it seemed like there was an article every other week. That, oh my God, AMC struggling. They're they're sending up the, the, the flare signals that we're struggling. We don't know how, if we're going to make it. Yada, yada. Why is it one of the things like that's even on the fucking table is giving a bonus to a C- Is that something that you built into the fact that you need money? Are you not hurting that much? Or were you really willing, uh, willing to file bankruptcy because you couldn't give your CEO a bonus? If not, then why the fuck are you giving them a bonus now? It makes no fucking sense. It's so stupid. It's so dumb. And, and it just... For every fucking reason, it, it just, it's it, like, that's America in a fucking nutshell, right? Yes. In the middle of a fucking pandemic. Yes. In a, in a company that's on the brink of bankruptcy every other week. Yes. We're going to turn around and give the money that we've thankfully somehow secured. We're now going to give that to like one person or like to like a small handful of people. Why? Oh, because they're so, so much smarter than everybody else that they were able to like do all this shit. They were able to beg really fucking hard from investors to fucking yes. give us this money. So therefore, we're already give them that same said money. There it what? is right there. <laughs> as soon as you said that, it hit me. He got a $3 million bonus for being a fucking con man and conning all these companies, investors into giving them money so that way they can... Do what? It's a fucking dying industry. You have said it yourself. You were on the forefront of this however many years ago. Like, the theater industry is going to fail. It's going to fail eventually. It's going to fail and crash miserably. It's going to be hard. Like, you did not do your company any favors by giving early releases to HBO Max. HBO Max got you. Like, you didn't get them. You maybe saved a couple of pennies. But that, that's about it. Like HBO Max was there. They had a platform. You didn't. You didn't fucking invest in AMC streaming. You should have fucking done something differently. But no, you're running on this old ass idea. You're, you're a fucking blockbuster, man. You're going to be in a fossil soon. I, so, so that's just the thing. I don't, I don't think uh, theaters are ever going away, like in terms of like just period, right? I, I think that there will always be. Yeah. There will always be a market for Look, them. Look, man, the, people the, need their $2 matinees, okay? You know, like <laughs> you, you need those. <laughs> But the, the the problem is that uh, it's an antiquated, just like you were saying, it's an antiquated sort of like process, right? Which is, okay, they come out with a movie, it shows in theaters for like three months, and then it goes to, you know, somewhere on demand, right? Um, that's, that's an old that's an old style of doing things yeah. right where now COVID is literally changing and the world is already changing before COVID. Right. So, so I say all that to say is that the deal that they struck with HBO, that was look unpopular opinion here, but to me, I don't know if the deal specifically was a good idea, but I know that that thought process is a good idea that you have to figure out how to co-opt this entire thing than to just be left in the dust behind. Because we saw we saw exactly what the fuck happens if you get left behind. Right. If all the fucking theaters can't, you know, you can't physically go out to the theater well, you're fucked. Right. If you're a theater, um, we, we've clearly seen. So you got to figure out a way how to co-opt this this streaming shit. Right. Um, yeah. I'm not going to fuck. I 
I'm not going to give you 3.75 million fucking dollars. I don't give a fuck how long you sat on the phone. I don't care who your buddies you talked to. I don't care what funding you've secured. You're not getting a $3.75 million bonus. You know why? Because people are still fucking hurting out there, dude. Like yeah. our same employees that we're talking about, like, oh, like we love, you know, I'm sure they, when they fucking hire them, they're like, yes, we're really team oriented here. Right. You cannot like, you can't just be like, or I guess you can, uh, but it's, it's the fucking, it, it shows your true colors when you're like, yes, we're a family and we're a team and we're here for you. Right. Also, fuck you, right? Because that's what you're saying when you give a $3.75 million bonus to the fucking CEO, right? You're saying, hey, fuck you. Not, no, no, not your friend, not your family. Fuck you. I fucking, I hate your guts, but you're still going to work for me, right? You're still going to, you're still going to clock in Monday morning, right? Also, fuck you when you fuck, like, as soon as you clock in, uh, the, the time card reader, it screams out, hey, asshole, fuck you. That's what the time card reader says to you, right? Uh, look. This is when I saw this story, I just unfathomable is, is the best way I can fucking put it, dude. Uh, but I think we've exhausted it enough. I think we've shitted on this guy enough. We've, we've gone almost two hours here, man. Uh, I think we're going to fucking leave it there, my dude. Um, uh, and leave yeah. us a comment in the comment section below. Do you what do you guys think of this whole situation with this uh, this AMC uh, CEO getting uh, getting an, a very unnecessary back from uh, from from AMC. Uh, let us know in the comment section below. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we have reached the end of another wonderful episode of the Fade Podcast. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening, but as always, uh, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, hit that share button, uh, and share the shit with anybody and everybody. We fucking uh, appreciate that. Uh, with that, uh, we will hit the uh, the Sandman as the uh, you know the dude with the Apollo back in the day with the Sandman get us off the stage. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we'll hit the user protocol. Fade out. Peace out.